Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very, very special episode of Wrestling with the Future. I'm your host, Angelo DeCipio, joined tonight by Big Ben Scala from Ocala. Benny, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing all right. Ben, we got a, a really interesting show tonight. Somebody that you were pumped up about having on the show tonight. And uh, I got him, and I got a surprise, a bonus gift for you. A very pretty bonus gift for you, by the way, Ben. This is Christine Nordstrom, actress, model, voiceover actress, commercial artist. You name it, she does it. She's a multi-talented, multi-leveled, multi-tiered individual. And joining her in this conversation, all things showbiz, Tiny Tim included, the one, the only, the manager to the stars, the man they call the star maker, Mr. Stephen M. The M stands for money. Plim. <laughs> you know, baby. Give me the money sign. You know, hey, Angela, <laughs> I want to take a bow, okay? Go ahead. But I'm not going to. No, I'm just happy you have Christine on here, too. She's the well, best. I'm glad we can get Christine at the, at, at like a literally like a hair's notice. Because this I know, was I know. not hey, plain. We all had to hustle tonight, okay? But I'm telling you, Christine is a trooper, man. I called her, and she didn't even waver. She said, let's do it. Let's kick Absolutely. ass. Yeah, let me. I want to tell everybody in the interest of full disclosure, we had a, uh, this was not supposed to be tonight's show. Uh, and if you follow our schedule, you know this was not supposed to be tonight's show. Um, but our guest, because of other uh, arrangements that uh, could not be here tonight. Um, he actually got held up at work. He works in retail, and this is the Christmas season. Needless to say, it was a no-go for, for our friend. However, when called upon, Mr. Stephen M. Plim, the M stands for money, Stephen M. Plim <laughs> and Christine Nordstrom are always available because they're troopers, they're in show business, the show must go on, and it does, and it always will when you wrestle with the future. Benny, you got the man here who, for 25 years, was the best friend of one of the most original artists ever, ever, that's not an exaggeration, in show business, Mr. Tiny Tim. And for five years, Benny, this man, Stephen Plim, was Tiny Tim's manager. Now, you've got an opportunity tonight, my young friend, to talk to this guy, uh, pick his brains a little bit, and talk to this fine, attractive young lady, Christine Nordstrom, about her career, her aspirations and goals. And I'm going to lay a surprise on somebody later on. So go yeah, ahead, Ben. Take it up. I'm going to let you have the first shot. I've been on your show, Angelo, three yes, times, sir. and thank you very much, okay? Welcome, welcome. I've all my stuff, okay? And we get a call, and we have to, not have to, we came to your aid to do the, let me tell you something. I found a new girl. I don't mean I found her. She was already there, but I met her. Yeah. She's a genuine person, a great actress, a great model. She's hip, she's smart, and I like her a lot. And I called her within uh, three hours of this broadcast. You know what she told me? Let's go. Let's go kick ass. That's That's what she said. She's a trooper. She's a trooper. (laughs) Well, you know how we roll around here, Stephen. 
Sometimes we fly by the seat of our pants, but you know what? Magic is made that way. I know. <laughs> right. I know. Absolutely. So Big Ben Scala from Ocala, you are you are up at bat. To, to use baseball vernacular, you're up at bat. Well, you know, that's funny you said that. Well, first of all, I have to give a brief moment in wrestling history. On this day, 47 years ago, yeah. uh, my hero, Bruno San Martino, yep. defeated uh, the pride of Buzzard Creek, Oregon, Stan Stasiak, to regain the WWF uh, wrestling title, championship. world championship in Philadelphia, yep. I think on the spectrum. Yes, indeed. Were you, now, Angelo, were you there? I was, in fact, there. I saw the end of the nine-day reign of Stan the Man Stasiak, and we're actually going to have Stan Stasiak's son, Sean Stasiak, on the show come February. All right. So thank you for a one hell of a segue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to ask Mr. I got a good question from Mr. Plim there. Um, we have a bit of a connection. I lived in Brooklyn Park, uh, Robbinsdale, Minnesota. I worked in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, right outside of Minneapolis. Uh, my best friend, Paul Weinstock, good Italian boy, Weinstock, um, lives mm-hmm. in, he lived in Des Moines for years, and then he lived in Pella, and he lives in Mount Pleasant right now, Mount Pleasant, Iowa. And he wanted to ask you if, um, if Tiny Tim was ever invited to tulip time in Pella. Well, I got to tell you something, my friend, uh, many times. Okay. I moved Tony Tim as a uh, maneuver to enhance his career. And everybody laughed at me. I said, I'm going to move Tony Tim, the weirdest, most avant-garde cat in the world, right? To Des Moines, Iowa. And everybody, all my peer groups, my family said, you're crazy. Okay. It worked. And he did the pellet, uh, Festival three times in three times in a row, Excellent. and they loved it. Tiptoe through the tulips, baby. Good, Ben. Nice. Good, Ben. All right. Well, I got I got another question here. Um, you, you know, better. I'm a huge, huge baseball <laughs> fan, and uh, so I I always thought like you know if if I could talk baseball with one name of the past. Who would it be? And I always thought, yeah, maybe Lou Gehrig or, you know, Stan Musial. But after hearing the, the last two podcasts that you were on there, Mr. Plim, my choice now is Tiny Tim. Well, I'm telling you something, my friend. Tiny Tim knew every – Brooklyn Dodgers were his thing before they moved to L.A., right? He knew every player, every scorecard, everything. He's an encyc- encyclopedia, Okay. Of not only the Brooklyn Dodgers, but everybody in baseball. And unbelievable. I mean, you can't even. We, we would go on the Tonight Show or Murph Griffin or wherever, and he would name everybody. He just says, that's his thing. He lived in Brooklyn, New York, right? Before he was a star, right? In his bedroom. And that's all he did. Brooklyn Dodgers, and then he studied every player, okay? It's unbelievable. He's just, he's a genius. And let me tell you, I'm going to watch this. Here's my transfer to genius, okay? My segue, okay? Uh, Menza, I'm pronouncing it right? Menza? Yeah. 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 uh, All the people that know everything, you know, the highest IQs in the world, right? The genius club. Yeah, yeah. 
And they were having their international, not now, they were having their international uh, situation. And I got a call one day from them and they said, uh, and they introduced them, we want Tony Tim here for an international deal. I said, okay. And I just went through my, you know, regular routine. How many shows? What do you want to do? And they said, we don't want to do any shows. I said, excuse me? All we want to do, we want him here for three days to talk to us and have breakfast, dinner, and lunch. That's it. He doesn't have to perform. And I got it right away in my head, you know. <laughs> and I, yeah, I said, Stephen, that was called the uh, Mensa International Fellowship Conference. Yes, the biggest uh, brain thing or whatever you want to call it's a it. Think world. Tank. Yeah, it's a in think the world, tank. in the world, right? And I yeah. said, okay. And I got, I got, I got it, right? But then I went to Tiny and I said, I told him the deal. He says, Mr. Plum, how many shows do I do? Uh, what would you suggest? I said, Tiny, you're not going to do any shows. He says, what? I said, you're going to set at dinner and breakfast, you know, with these people, yeah. you know, and they just want to talk to you. Yeah. And all of a sudden, man, he started to laugh. I mean, laugh big, okay? And he goes, Mr. Plum, they just want to study me like a bug, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, absolutely. No, I said, yes, they do. And absolutely. they paid us. They paid us unbelievable money. And he went down there and they sent us a letter, you know, and... Uh, well, said, Stephen, uh, he, he really was a, a unique specimen to use... Uh, that colloquial terminology he really was a unique specimen uh and i i would be hard pressed to tell anyone show me another tiny tim today and and i'll pay you handsomely you won't find that happen i know and angelo you, you'd you have to look far and wide you can't because i've dealt with all not date name dropping but i've de dealt with all the biggest stars and producers in the fucking country okay sure my absolutely but uh, they all say Tiny Tim was the enigma that was the biggest, unbelievable seller in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, now, uh, Benny, let's, uh, let's transition from Tiny Tim to uh, diminutive Christine North. <laughs> I, like, I like that. You know why? Angela, I'm going to yes, interject sir. here. Okay? Interject away, my friend. Okay, thank you. And I'm looking at her on Steven, the screen. Steven, you are my twin brother from another mother, okay? Then I mentioned that three <laughs> no, or four the times only thing already. That you, no, the only thing that I'm pissed off about is you have a better voice than me, and I hate that. <laughs> I wow, always thought... 25 hey, years in radio and television. Hey, hey, you. I always thought I had the greatest voice on radio or TV. Guess what? I was one-upped by you, so... I hate your guts. <laughs> well, I love you, Steve. Tell us how you really feel. So, <laughs> I'm now, just kidding. But this, if you uh, want to talk about Christine, yeah, I do, well, I want to do because well, I wanna, what I want to do before I get you in here, uh, I want to bring Christine in and introduce, uh, reintroduce her yeah. to the world. Christine, yeah. the world, the world, Christine. Hey, everybody. Uh, Christine Nordstrom is, in fact, an actress, a working actress. Uh, she is, uh, her hope and desire is to, uh, to soon have her 
AFTRA and SAG cards. And we are going to make that happen. That will happen. Um, we got a lot of connections on this show. And a lot of a lot of people in the business like to like this format because they get to, to do and say things that they don't normally get to do and say. So uh, I know a little bit about your backstory, uh, uh, quite a bit of, about your backstory, um, including the fact that Stephen Plim is really high on Christine Nordstrom. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Uh, to, to use the uh, lines from a chorus line, don't tell me what's on your resume. Tell me what I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you know, that's what I had to put some things down to make my resume sound, you know, to make it sound interesting. So I got a little bit of personal touch there, you know. Um, so um, let's see. What you don't know about me? Well, well, Angelo. Well, I'll tell you what I do know. Let me. Okay. Let, I'll make it a little easier for you. Yeah. I'll put you at ease tonight, little, because I know <laughs> you, you look a little nervous. Never. <laughs> There's only 120, 30,000 people watching somewhere <laughs> around there. So just relax. It's not about 130,000 tonight. Who's counting? Uh, here's the thing. Um, I know you're a talented actress. I've seen some of your work. You're doing supporting work right now. We should point that out. You haven't done any leads yet, nothing of note yet, but you've got your feet wet uh, in a few local projects in the Boston area. Um, you're, you're doing uh, some independent film, fair enough to say that. Yeah. Um, no studio work as of yet. That will mm -hmm. change. Um, what do you enjoy most about this uh, this newfound love of acting, and it really is for you kind of a journey. And I want you to share your story with my audience. You shared privately with me because it's a fascinating story. Thanks. So go ahead. Maybe that'll make you feel a little little bit more. Uh, okay. You zoned me in a little bit. Thank good. you. <laughs> so, I would like um, that. <laughs> you are. So a little bit about you know, why I'm doing what I'm doing. So a long, 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 long time ago, but not, not that long ago. Um, I say you're not that old. <laughs> I did go to film school and I loved, I, I loved the arts. I loved ballet. I was a ballerina. I loved drawing and my art teacher pointed me in the direction of art. And then she kind of, you know, the last year of high school, she goes, Christine, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I want to be a fine artist. And she goes, no, 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 no. You're not going to make any money. You have to fall back on something. She goes, what else do you want to do? I said, I love film. And she said, film? Okay, let's get you, in, you know, enrolled in some classes. So I went to film school. But when I left film school, I, you know, I started a family really quickly and realized, hey, you know, I don't, I can't. I can't support my family on, on nothing, on peanuts, mm -hmm. you know, because you usually have to work up to make the good salary. And so I had a family. And so ultimately, I wound up going back to school, right? Back to school, and I had this lengthy career in, um, in banking. It's boring stuff, right? Securities law, you know, writing the prospectuses and SAIs, you know, when you invest in mutual fund, and when it comes mm -hmm. to your house, most people throw them in the trash bag, right? Well, I'm usually up there with a bunch of attorneys writing them, you know, all weekend long, you know, only two hours of sleep a night, maybe sleeping under the desk to get these things done. So, um, 
So, you know, after doing that for about 10 years or so, a little bit longer, uh, I went through a divorce. And during divorce, you know, my husband left. And I looked around at my life and I said, what the hell am I doing? What am I doing? Is this my life? Is this what I want to do? And I looked at myself and I said, no way. I'm an actress. I love acting. I love film. I love the arts. So I went back to school so I wouldn't drive myself crazy thinking, why did my husband leave me? (laughs) And I spent all that energy in classes and acting out all these emotions that I had and acting out, you know, all these things. And I got to play fantasy, right? I got to live in someone else's world rather than the world that I was going through. So it was like an escape, but it was a beautiful escape. I wasn't the prisoner. You know, uh, some people, Christine, are just better at being other people. Um, We have discussed on the show previously with actors like Nikita Brezhnikov, who is a very dear friend of the show, uh, actors like Jim Fife, who is a very dear friend of the show, and mine personally, I actually went to school with them. Um, And these guys will tell you, I said to my, my friend Jim Fife, who was, you know, from The Frighteners and Dark Shadows and a number of HBO specials, um, why did you want to act? The first thing he said was, first of all, it was a great way to meet girls. <laughs> and he said, quite frankly, I had marginal grades and I just wanted to be somebody else. I was better at it. And he really was. And, and a lot of people are. Um, that's why guys get into professional wrestling. They are the misfits and malcontents. Benny, I think that's a fair statement, would you say? <laughs> the island of misfit toys. from uh, Exactly. Yeah. That's so- what pro wrestling is. It's the, it's, the, it's the island of misfit toys. And that's what Hollywood is. And that's what film and television are. So- it's a... a playground for people who want to be other people so am i going backwards is that it no have the life right no you <laughs> have a, a, a fresh new multi <laughs> you know multi-personality life ahead of you you know being an actor or an actress is great if you have multiple personality disorder it really helps you a great deal because it works in pro wrestling. I can tell you that. And speaking of which, by the way, Steve Plim, you did not know this. Okay. But every once in a while, the universe comes full circle. Christine Nordstrom happens to know a friend of mine and a friend of this show okay. and a friend of Benny and a friend of our family here. His, okay. He's a filmmaker. An actor, writer, producer, director named Mike Messier. Mikey. Well, that's great. Yeah. And uh, Mikey is, of course, uh, deeply steeped. I think, Benny, you would agree. Mikey is deeply steeped in the world of pro wrestling and film. And film. Yes, sir. Yeah, and film. And uh, and every now and then, the universe brings us full circle. And uh, here we are tonight. This is, uh, and I, hey, I call this a serendipitous moment. for a minute. Go ahead. Christine and, I, Christine and I have no uh, management or agent agreement or anything like that. You know what we have? A friendship over the phone for maybe three or four years. Or, I mean, three or four weeks. And I love her, man. And sometimes she doesn't get me because I go, I love you, baby. And she, she'll write back and go, 
But see, that's my vernacular, and I think she's starting to get it, right? <laughs> I love her. That doesn't I, mean I romantic. That doesn't mean romantic or any. I love this girl. She is something special, man. And I look, I've been in this business 35 fucking years. If I don't know it, then nobody knows it. She is special. I'm telling you right now, I'm pointing at the camera. She is special. She's going to make it. She's unbelievable. She's articulate. She's hip. She's beautiful and a good person. Am I leaning well, in enough? Well, I will tell you something, Stephen. Um, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to let you know a little secret, okay? All right. You're going to end up handling her. <laughs> I know this. I'm going to tell you why I know this. Because I am going to hound the shit out of you until you do. Uh, <laughs> she's got potential, unlimited potential. She's young. She's right at the, at. she is where and when she needs to be. And that's the important key. And you are right at where and when you need to be, Steve. Um, this was not serendipitous. This was a plan. The, the universe planned this. Uh, and I believe that wholeheartedly. I believe that with, with every fiber of my being. I don't believe in serendipity. I don't believe in accidents. I believe in deliberate uh, moving of the stars and and aligning of the stars for purposes. Well, thank you, because I believe in that in my way, okay? I met Christine maybe three or four weeks ago or something like that on the internet, mm -hmm. and we talked, you know, a bunch, right? She's so fun, and I watched all her stuff, by the way. Okay? Yeah. She's so talented and so beautiful, and then when we talk, I mean, she's so gracious, right? And then... Mm -hmm. We got into things like kind of, sort of knew each other, but we didn't. You know what I mean? And I said, man, I love your style. I love this, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and I love your pictures. And she sent me back a thing like, it's all the lighting, Stephen. It's all the lighting. <laughs> and I, I looked at that and I went, what the hell does she mean? And I wrote I'll back. tell you what she means, Stephen. In the interest of full disclosure, <laughs> she was mentioning about the lighting tonight, okay? <laughs> Am I bad? Before we, before we came on the air, she was bitching about the lighting. Oh, uh, never. So, Stephen, let me ask you a question. Oh, oh, when right. you handle, uh, <laughs> when, when you handle an artist, Stephen. Stephen, when you handle an artist, yeah, there are many factors and many qualities that certain agents and/or managers look for. What are? Give me the top three in the Stephen Plim playbook. What are the top three qualities that you look for? I love for you to be, put me on the spot like that because I can't, all I'm going to say is this, okay? And I've handled, any, as you know, a myriad of stars. Okay? Oh, my God, please, yeah. Tons, right? Thank yeah. God, and I've been blessed, okay? But when I saw her, the girl you're looking at right now on yeah. the screen, hey, smile at me. Smile at me. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Thank there you. you go. When I saw her, right, the eyes caught me. The eyes, man. I know this is a cliche. The windows to the soul and all that Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Sure. I dig that. Okay. Such a cliche. But I saw her eyes. And then I went well, in. It's and more than a cliche. It's the truth, Stephen. Absolutely. That's why cliche is the truth. I love that. Yeah. And I saw her eyes. And then I went through her, all the stuff that she's done, 
and I went over it and over it three or four times because I was mesmerized, man. I was yeah. mesmerized by her. Okay. I don't mean romantically. I mean, I'm telling you, she's a star waiting to happen. And then Which, I it's her. called the it's factor, Stephen. There's a people who have the it's factor have a presence. I told her uh, that. Hey, didn't I tell you that? I said that. I, hey, Angelo, I said that to her. You have the it factor, and we can't. We don't know what that is. No. But it's the it factor. And she does. And I yeah. said, the it eyes, happens. the eyes, the eyes. Now watch this. Here's how funny she is, okay? She says, well, it's just the lighting. Then I wrote her back, right? And then she sent me, check this out, just yesterday or two days ago, she, she sent me this picture of her, okay? Not in makeup and not in all that kind of stuff, right? And she sent me a picture, right? And I think <laughs> she was in the kitchen with her hair up a bun and doing dishes and she said i told you it was just the lighting <laughs> and now uh i i need oh, to can speak you dig to that that's her humor man you get it I, she gets it she i need gets to speak it. to hold steven hold on a second i need i need to speak to my director jacob jacob if you can hear me can you pull back on uh, on steven's camera for just a, a about a foot He's coming right here and taking my place right now. Please, hey, everybody, please talk to my good, good friend and pal, Jacob, that makes everything yeah. happen. Jacob is our director and producer tonight. Yes. By way of uh, um, uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Yep. There he is. Hey, Jacob. Flattering words from Steve Plim. Uh, right. Now, um, I'm sure you've heard... Uh, the same kind of vernacular from others who promised the moon. Steve's the guy who can deliver the moon. Um, what's different? Uh, what connected you to Steve? Because he's an amazing manager, amazing agent. He's done remarkable things in the business. What were the, you know, I, I asked Steve to, to give me the top three. Of course, he evaded the question and had to go to the potty. Um, give <laughs> me the, the top three or four qualities you look for in an agent manager? You know, it's interesting. Uh, that's a really great question. So when you look for a talent manager, you want to make sure that they have connections, right? Sure. So that they have connections and, 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 and they're connecting with all the right people because there's a lot of yeah. talent managers that say that they know this person or know that person and they could, they'd like to promise you things by, by using those names and throw but they really don't, yeah. you know, have co the connections that they say they do. Yeah, um, so oh yeah. So yeah, so it's really important sure. to make sure that that person, you know, is is actually walking the talk, you know, talking the walk, or however yeah, that yeah. goes. And uh, yep. Stephen was absolutely walk the walk and talk the talk. That's how we say it in wrestling, right, Benny? Or as the Rock says, "Don't sing it, bring it." Right. That's, That's right. It. Don't sing it, bring it. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, so that's that's exactly it. And when I looked up Stephen, Stephen sent me a whole bunch of his stuff and, you know, all these press releases and websites and all this information. And then I was yeah. completely floored, floored as to the amount of content that was out there oh, yeah. about Stephen. And he just has the history, yeah. the history. And um, well, so just to validate that. We've had Steve Plim on our show five times already. Oh, wow. And never a shortage of... And Jacob, tell me if I'm lying, Jay. Nah, five times, right. including tonight. 
Yeah. And never a shortage of anything to talk about. Including we're going to wrangle Jason, uh, Jacob, up here for his own show. We're going to have a show with Jacob called Tech Talk. Yep. Tech Talk. We're going to pull everybody out. Are you kidding me? I see the talent and the potential in everyone. Everyone. Even a broken down old accountant from Ocala, Florida. There you go. <laughs> right then. I'll bust your chops, Benny. I love you. But so, you know, you, you mentioned a few things there. It's, uh, you know, fortunes are made and lost at the hands of people that most, uh, that most of us don't know. We know the celebrity, but we don't know the people behind the scenes, the people who handle their money, the people who get them work, the people who, uh, who promise them, you know, in some cases promise them the moon and can't deliver. Um, and quite frankly, many careers died at the hands of agents and managers. Uh, people that you, that you knew were riding the crest of the wave. Uh, and now you're lucky if they can get a job at you know Walmart saying, you know, welcome to Walmart. Aisle 11, uh, right? Please. Yeah, exactly. Um, one comes to mind that we talked about on a previous show was Richard Grieco. Oh. Handsome young man, good-looking young actor, who uh, up a couple years ago was found sleeping in a dumpster. Lost an entire fortune to bad management. So we know what you look for now. So, Stephen, now that you're back, um, you. <laughs> we talked about some of the things that uh, Christine looks for in a manager agent. Um, what are the things that you look for in a client? And forget about Christine. Forget she's here for a minute. Uh, in, in general terms, in, in terms of uh, cognitive behavior, what do you look for uh, in that client? Heavy loaded question, as you always do. You're the best interviewer that I've ever seen since Johnny Carson. And I told Christine, okay, and she could testify this. I, 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 I text her. I said, you, Angelo DiCipio, with your podcast, you're going to be, and I think I sent this to you also, you're going to be the Johnny Carson of this new scene, this new venue podcast. And I mean that with all respect, and I really mean it because you Thank are the you, greatest Steve. interviewer. I have been interviewed by the best of the best for 35 years, okay? You are right up there with Carson, man, because you know what to ask, Thanks. and you don't piss anybody off. And you let everybody talk. You are going to be the giant hit in this podcast thing. Now, what was the question? <laughs> Benny, you want to go for it? <laughs> Take that one, Ben. Um, you know, you said something. I, I listened to both of the a couple of the previous podcasts, and something you said actually really bummed me out because as you know, growing up in the 60s, I was a huge mark for Leave It to Beaver. And uh I think both you and Angela both said that Jerry Mathers was a jerk. He was and, a dick. And he that really, really bothered me because, in, you know, in my mind. No, hey, you know, hey, my friend, my friend, I handled Jerry Mathers, okay? Uh -huh. uh, and I don't, need, I don't mean to disparage anybody, okay? When I'm interviewed, I, will. I say the truth, whether it's – I have no filter, okay? Mm -hmm. I handled Jerry for like five years, maybe. 
five or six years. Okay. And uh, I learned a lot. He is a one trick pony. He never had anything except leave it to beaver. Leave it to beaver. And he was very lazy. I used to call his wife. Okay. I used to call his wife. Okay. In LA. Right. Uh, you know, I'm going to book Jerry here or that. She says, please get him off the fucking couch. He, I'm dying here. Get him off the couch. That was our beginning. Yeah. Okay? I'm just telling you the truth. And then we met and we did a lot of shows together. I hired him. I paid him to show up at my engagements. Okay. I have nothing bad to say about him except he's lazy. That's it. Yeah, well, I have a lot bad to say about him. He was uh, lazy, fat, drunk, uh, obnoxious, out of control. Um, couldn't get enough to drink that day. Jeez. I uh, I hosted Comic Con '92 in Atlantic City, New Jersey. I met and dealt with some of the biggest stars in the world that weekend. Yep. And Jerry Mathers was, and I'll say it for the record, so Jerry, if you're listening, if you're still around or whatever the case. He's around. You were obnoxious then, I don't like you now. You were a creep then, I don't like you now. You were drunk then, I hope you sobered up. I'm as good as I have to say about guys, everybody has, Everybody has, when we meet people, their perception. And you can't change perception because that's what you saw at the time. Yeah, right? and I, and the only person all I can say, all I can say, right? Yeah. With my affiliation with him, he was very nice to me, very gregarious, mm -hmm. and uh, but lazy. He was lazy. He didn't want to do shit. Okay, that's well, all. It's, and, uh, when, and his wife. It's, it's funny. It kind of ties in. A little bit to what Christine and I were talking about in your absence, uh, that multiple personality factor. You know, you become one person when the camera, when you see the red light on the camera, uh, you know, and then when it fades to black, you become that the true person. The exactly. only person I ever Angela, met. Angela, I told you that with uh, our other three broadcasts, and thank you very much. Yeah, when, sure. You know, when I had Tiny, right, yeah. in front of NBC, AB, all the everybody's that wherever was, right? Mm -hmm. And they want to interview him. And they call me because I'm his manager. You know, interviews aren't paid. Okay. Right. They get accolades for that because, okay, I get Absolutely. that. But when we get on, right? Oh, I love Tony. I love this. And uh, this is especially for Christine. Christine, mm -hmm. you listen to me? I am. Smile at me. I love you. Love you too. Okay. Here's what Great. happened. I know. Who loves you, baby? <laughs> By the way, I did that before Telly Savalas. And then when stole he did you, right? I thought everybody thought I was copying him, but I had that line. Okay. Anyway, when Tiny went on, right? All the interviewers, man. I mean, the biggest boys in the fucking country, right? Yeah. They would sit down with us, have cocktails, right? Want to interview Tiny? Rah, rah, rah. We get all the film crew comes in. The red light goes on, and you know what? This guy would. Oh, hey, Tiny, what's the gig? Are you a fag? What's uh, it? Yeah. Was all yeah. bullshit. See, true. Just to make a story from themselves. Yeah. And I told Angelo a couple things ago. I would stop yeah. the interview like this. 
I wouldn't. Mm. I, I just go, hey, print this. Fuck you. Exactly. Fuck you. I, I, I would just say this online. I, I mean, you said this loud. I said, yeah. fuck you. The interview is fucking over. You Absolutely. Lose. No, I that's what I've done that to people. And Stephen, I've done that to people. Trying to make a story for themselves, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I've done and that to people on the air. Shut them down on the air. Okay, so let's, let's talk a little bit about. Well, let's, let's answer the question. So I asked you a couple of questions, uh, and I don't want you to uh, evade the question because um, I'm going to I'm going to press you on it. What do you see in a client? What do you look for in a client? Give me three or four qualities. Okay, number one, talent. Okay, and that's what Christine has. Yeah, unbelievable talent. I watched her all her stuff over and over and over again. We haven't known each other uh, maybe three or four weeks. Okay. She has pure talent. I watched all her stuff that she's done. Then I've talked to her, okay? She is a real woman, a real person with ethics and uh, and class. Okay. That's, that's Christine, okay? Well, now I need to pull the hardball on you now, Stephen. And, and people in general, what do you look for? Forget Christine for a minute. Forget she's here. And let's talk about what you look for in in the client base. Ninety percent commission. I'll give them ten. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's a fair and honest. I question. had to say that. Beautiful. That that that's a fair and honest answer. Terrific. No, I had to say that. You know, you know, I'm bullshitting you, but uh, this gal, she just went off camera. Where is I'm not listening. I got to pull you in here, Stephen. I want to make this about her. I want to make this about her, okay? Because you've interviewed three times and I love it, okay? But I want to make this interview as much as I can about Christine, okay? Because she is a great talent man waiting to be discovered. She's beautiful. She's honest. She's a family person. And She's everything that I ever thought of any, what could be. Am I look? Okay. Jacob said. Well, like, that's terrific for Christine. Now let's talk about what you look for in a client base. Make me money. Okay. Simple questions, fair and honest answer. No, I'm not lying. Okay. I mean, no, I'm that's just, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, show business is. You know, because you're not going to bullshit me. You know that. I know that. Show business is a hyphenated word, and if everybody understood this, show business. business. Show means show means being not yourself and being somebody else. The exactly. hyphen is let's make money at it, and that's Absolutely. what I, I tell my clients, and that's what I'm trying to teach. Absolutely. Now, Chris, now, given that fact, and thank you. Finally, after asking you the question three times, you finally answered it. <laughs> Oh, you cranky old bastard. <laughs> Christine, Christine, this guy breaks my balls every time I'm on. Okay? You're like brothers. You're like Some, two oh, brothers. Look, somebody I, has you know, to. I, I love it. Somebody's got to hold your feet to the fire, brother. You know that. <laughs> you, Christine, the only thing I don't like, now watch this. This is very important and very personal. He has a better voice than me, and I hate that. <laughs> Benny. <laughs> Get, get me out of this hot water. <laughs> you know, I was gonna. I like analogies, and I like when I, I. I'm a wrestling fan. I have a degree in accounting. I'm so far out of my element here. 
I, I, I was going to tell uh, Mr. Plim that oh, you're I'm like closer to your element than you know, brother. I, I'm like Emer Emeril Lagasse facing Sandy Koufax up at bat using a soup ladle for a bat. <laughs> like that's kind of. <laughs> but um, you know, it's kind of along the same lines. Of the question Angelo asked a little bit different, but you know, I spent most of my career in the corporate world. I'm like you know everybody else here. Well, no, not not Chris, Christine's been in the corporate world, but uh, yeah, and. Uh, most companies have job descriptions and I was curious as to like in, in show business, when you're somebody's manager, what does that entail? And then, you know, as far as the people that you've managed in your lifetime, I'm sure some people you did just that. And then like maybe in a case of like a tiny Tim, you did that plus a million times more. Okay. What's the question? I'm sorry. As far as like, what is the actual job description of a of a, a manager for you know for, for he a wants to know what you do, Stephen. I'll handle your career. I'll direct your career. I'll get you commercials. I'll handle everything that agents bring to me, and get more M and M's in your thing. I do a deal. I'm a deal maker. I hate to like Donald Trump, but in this, I get my I get my clients the best fucking deal I can. I mean, I work for it because they deserve it. I'm their manager and they're paying me 20%. I got to do my job yeah. and I'm going to direct their career as best I can every day when deals come in. When deals come in to me with agents, if I manage somebody, okay, I'm talking in the past, whatever, they call me. Uh, we got this gig. It's yeah. $25,000 and blah, blah, blah. They give me the right. I go, uh, I'll think about it. I'll call you tomorrow. Then I call the artist, like Christine, if I were her manager, right? I would say, Christine, I have this offer. It's 25 grand, and here's what you have to do. And she'll go, okay. Then she'll say, what's your opinion? And I'll say, I think we should take it or not take it. Or let's tweak it a little bit, right? That's artist and manager. That is a perfect, it's, it's yeah. like a marriage. It's like a marriage, man. Artist and manager is like a marriage. I don't think when last you were on the show, yeah. you, uh, you explained the difference between an agent and a manager. For the, for the yeah. benefit of those people just joining us, explain to everyone, and maybe even for, for Benny's benefit, uh, explain the difference between an agent and a manager. Okay, an agent is to get you jobs, get you work. Okay, like get Christine work in the film industry, let's say, right? If I'm her manager, right, they call me then and go, I have an offer for a movie or Showtime or something, right? And I go, I question them and I go, you know, we talk for two or three days, right? Mm -hmm. What's this mean to her? How much money is it? Uh, what other benefits does she have to do this? We discuss. Then I, after that, then I bring it to Christine. Okay, and I go, here's the deal that the buyer wants. Yeah. I'm her manager. And very often, Stephen, and you know this to be factual, very often the manager will fatten up the deal and get even more money for their client. For well, example, yeah, oh, yeah. For example, job. if Christine gets a uh, Christine gets a film role, 
Okay. She's cast in the, the, the lead in the studio picture. Yeah. Well, you're going to get her a percentage of the gross. You're going to get her a, a cut, a cut of advertising. You're going to get her booked on all the shows, marketing, uh, all, marketing, the, all the talk shows. You're going to get her on the press junk, everything. Right. Yeah. That's my job. She's okay. going to do PR and she's going to travel all over yeah. uh, and, and hype up that movie. I like this. This sounds great. And that's what, that's what I explained to Chris. That's what he does. Okay? Tell your my, manager. <laughs> that's what I explained to Christine. Yeah. Uh, an agent gets her a film job and exactly. gets 10% of that, right? Yeah. Then come to me and then I'm her manager and I go, mm -hmm. okay, here's what we're going to do with this film thing. We're going to do t-shirts, hats. We're going to do personal appearances, talking things, personal appearances with you know, for five or ten thousand dollars a night, that's my job. Yeah, the agent's job is just simply to get her a film deal. That's it. Let me ask you a question, Stephen. Um, as her manager, what and you went through this firsthand experience with Tiny Tim, uh, and God knows he went through some pitfalls. And he had a lot of obstacles to overcome. Knowing what you know now, if you are to consult with Christine on what to avoid, what pitfalls to avoid, what would be your top two or three to avoid? Well, I tell her, I'm looking at her right now. Are you looking at me, Christine? I'm looking at you. I want to huh? hear what you have to say. Okay. What do I need to avoid? What should yeah, I, what are the top there, There's a million things to avoid, okay? And I can't say it on an interview. We have to be artist and manager together. Table talk, right? There's a million of them, okay? Well, I'll See, give her a couple. An artist, right an artist and a manager the top. have to be in sync together, okay, to make it happen. If there's a Steven. little thing wrong, if there's a little thing wrong, it's all wrong. Stephen, let's 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 uh, have a little bit of um, uh, full disclosure here. Uh, okay. If I'm her manager, I'm going to tell her the top three things. Number one, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. That's number one. Number okay. two, if the if the deal sounds sweet, trust me, it's sour. That's number two. And number three, if your agent and or slash manager is making a situation more personal than business, walk the fuck away. Okay, I almost agree with everything you say, but it has to be, say, that person, okay, watch, me and her, let's say, right? We have to meet, we have to talk, we have to, nothing is done over the phone, okay? Sure. You have to have a thing together Here's our thing. Here's our motive. Here's what we want to do. Here's our goal, right? And if you agree with that, then you just got to trust. And here we go. Mm -hmm. And I have, I'm bragging, but I have 35 years of doing this. Okay. So I got to know something. All right. Well, that's not bragging. That's just the truth, brother. That's the truth. That's well, your, that's your I, record. I, I'm telling you this. And I, I'm looking at her right now on this thing. 
that she just, yeah, thank you. Here, can you see me? Okay. I'm telling you, I called her three or four hours ago. Right. With, Let's do this, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You know what she, and I said, I'm really nervous. I don't, usually I make, no, and I'm telling you, I'm a pro, but I usually make notes and have an agenda what I'm going to talk about. I do, but I'm a pro. You know what she told me on the phone? Text. She goes, let's do this. Let's fucking kill him. We're okay. Absolutely. That, you know, that girl that you're looking at right now. Yep. Is not only talented, but she's got balls, baby. She doesn't well, fucking we should care. Point that she's, out. Not That's a great segue. she's not scared of anything. She's not scared of anything. I'm going to talk over you as unaccustomed I am to doing that. All right. Danny's. Don't say the word. <laughs> um, here's the thing, um, and uh, and let me just let me just reiterate. Um, There's a couple of the things that we talked about previously, Steve, um, that I think that that Christine can learn from. Um, there are a lot of people in the business who have really really bad motives, um, and there are a lot of them. A lot. Nope. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're going to really at some point handle her, you're, you're going to have to sit down with her. You're going to have to meet with her. That's absolutely true. Um, and yep. she'd be getting some advice from the best. But I have to tell you, if, the, if I'm you, I have to tell her. I've got to sit down with her and I have to tell her that you changed your life in your 40s. We're not going to tell anybody how old you are because that's nobody's <laughs> business. But no. you hey, changed hey, your... Hey, 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 Kristen, I'm only 22. I just lived a hard life. <laughs> You're a lying bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, here's a woman who changed her whole life in her 40s to chase her dream. There's going to be somebody out there, some nefarious, unscrupulous son of a bitch that's going to try to take her down, get in her pants, you know, screw her, you know, one way or the other. Yeah. I'm just going to call it like it is. I got no filter when it comes to this shit. And I have no filter anyway. But by the way, I told Christine, <laughs> I don't have any filter that way either. I just say what it is. No filter. Exactly. Exactly. So at some point, yeah, you're going to have to have that conversation. Um, Christine, so let's talk to you now. Yes. Um, you, uh, you did something really brave. I just mentioned it a moment ago. In your mid-40s, yes. you said, I'm done with the corporate world. I'm done with that lifestyle. I'm tired of working for everybody else. I want to work for me now. Yep. The fulfillment of self-employment in acting is as independent as you're going to get anywhere in any walk of life because you can call your own shots. And if you have an agent or a manager like Steve Plim, they're going to get the best deal for you, you know, especially when the money gets bigger and better sure. as the roles get bigger and better. You, uh, you're taking small roles right now. Yeah. What are you being asked to do? What kind of roles are coming your way? Um, you know, it's it's funny. The roles that people see me playing are, um, you know, women, strong women, 
you know, characters that are very strong, strong women, women that succumb things or, you know, these badass type of women and, you know, leather pants, you know, the <laughs> gun slinging, you know, right. just these really <laughs> rock and roll type, you know, they kill people or, the, you know, hit woman, stuff like that. These renegades. Um, these are the types of roles that come my way. But I've also been blessed with roles that have been softer, like the abused wife or the, the wife that lost, you know, the mother that lost a daughter. So, yeah, um, yeah. so, but, but I tend to get, so I tend to get shooed into that badass kind of, kind of lady. Okay. And are you at this point in your career? Do you feel like you're being pigeonholed or stereotyped into a particular type? No, I don't feel that way at all. I just feel that, you know, certain directors see me a certain way. And, um, but, you know, I'm lucky enough where I can still choose other roles if I want to, where I'm getting mm -hmm. a whole, you know, I'm getting a, a bunch of different type of opportunities, a very mixed right. bag right now. So I don't feel like I'm shooting at all. Yeah. Well, this is good. I mean, it's because you're still young in your career. Um, in, in fairness, you're probably less than, what, 10, 15 years into your career. I think that's a fair statement. Absolutely. Okay, so you're relatively young in your career, and you're and actually you're relatively young in life, too. I mean, uh, you're not an old lady. You're not ready for the, the grandmom part yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you... Uh, you know, you may be cast as you know, the uh, uh, what do they call them, Benny? The uh, the uh, the, uh, the on the prowl cougar, yeah. the milf. <laughs> you know, yeah. That would be fun. Milf, uh, you know that that sort of character, or you know, or the uh, the badass biker chick, uh, as you pointed out. Um, it's hard for me to see you in in leather, though. I just see you more like in lace. That's oh. just me, Dang. but. <laughs> uh, Steven, so if you're let's let's talk about this now, Steven. If you're her, put your agent hat on because you've done agent work. If you're handling Christine as an agent rather than a manager, what kind of work do you see your client getting? What are you gonna gear her? What are you gonna tell her she's good at? Well, number one, I would not have, and I've told her that, I've told Christine this, I would not handle her uh as an agent for films, that's not my forte. Right. What I instructed her to do, and I'm trying to help her with that, is to get an agent or agency, okay, to handle this extreme talent named Christine. Okay. Yep. Once I can get that done, right? I then, can make that happen. Then I could be a manager and direct her career. It's a whole different thing, man. You know, I am not an agent, okay? Yeah. I, and I told her that, and she thanked me for that. Yeah. I'm not an agent for film. I've never done that, okay? Well, I'm an agent I, for a I lot of things. I'm an agent for, for a lot season. of things. I've made millions of dollars on all kinds of stars. But yeah. with her, she's specific, okay? Mm -hmm. She wants to be an actor, Yeah. okay? She's done film. She's done, you know, all this shit, right? But I can't help her with that until she gets an agent or an agency okay to do that and i'm trying to help her do that 
Once well, that happens, that's why everything, every, no, once that happens, everything comes into sync. Yeah. Let's say I get an agent, blah, 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 CSI, you know, a, a big agency, right? They're going to do her thing for films. Then, then I come to her, let me be your manager, personal manager. And then all the agents that are bringing films, they come to me and we go, yes or no, yes or no. And yeah. when the yeses are, we hope we're right. And then all the platforms come up. Okay. Yeah, uh, sure. Personal, what? Watch personal appearances, clothing line, uh, all kinds of stuff. That's my job. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I would love, and I told her that I would love to do that. I'm not in the business to make her a film star, but if she gets an agent, and I'm trying to help her do that, okay? I would love to manage her ass because she is wonderful. Well, I already have an agent name for her and I have an agency for her. Um, that was my surprise. I told her that I had a surprise. Dude, I, that's a huge surprise. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm going to give that information to Mr. Plim tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, Steve, and I told you, brother, I know everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much. And and I do. Um, yeah. And so I have a name of an, an individual and an agency. So Thank it'll you. be Mr. Plim's choice whether he wants to field them. All I can say is this, Angelo. If you have that, an agent that can book her in films, that's all I need. Because once that's done, mm -hmm. right? Then I can take her to the fucking top, and I know it. And thank you well, very much. Well, that's the easy part. Here's the here's the hard part. Now the work begins. Now <laughs> she's got to go out for auditions, and she's got to do screen tests. Yeah, and she's got to. You think you sent out headshots before, kiddo? I got news for you. <laughs> better Stephen Flynn better that's have where it gets good. Angelo, Angelo. Yeah, I got brass balls. I called. I called her tonight with three hours, maybe. Yeah. Right? Angela, Baba, Gasper, and she goes, fuck it. Well, let's rock it. That's what yeah. she said. Let's I rock don't it. Swear. I don't he told swear. That, he, she said that three times already. You know that, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> three times, she, even. No, she, she is a hit waking, waiting to happen, baby. Well, I am going to, to lay some early Christmas present on you, Flynn, so that'll be tomorrow. And you're welcome. Thank you, um, Benny, any anytime, kiddo, anytime. Thank, thank you, Angelo. You got it, brother. You got it. Benny, questions? Questions for Mr. Flynn? There's some comment, tiny Tim uh, questions. More of a comment than a question. A long, long time ago, my mom, uh, growing up on Long Island, she went, I don't know what, where it was on Long Island, but she saw... A then unknown Jerry Seinfeld at a comedy club. Um, I, I, like I said, I don't know, somewhere in Westbury, wherever it was in Long Island. But she came back all excited about this guy, Jerry Jerry Seinfeld, who actually uh, went up. He lived about, I think, 10 minutes from me in Massapequa, Long Island. But, you know, yeah. I, I just feel very excited tonight that I'm hearing this. And I, I see Christine and the, like, the, the passion she has. And I, I, I mean, obviously, Stephen, you know, he, he's a, a known entity. And I just feel like a year from now, I'm going to think like, damn, I interviewed these guys on this show. And look, you know, look, look at them now. 
I'm just we really actually, excited about that. You hey, know hey, what? Hey, I want to say something. We actually thank, had that. Thank, thank you very thank much you. because thank you. We're sh we're sharing a stage here with Christine mm -hmm. and Angelo on this thing, and I'm telling you, and thank you for saying this because Christine is going to be a big name. Okay. Absolutely. I've been in this business 35 fucking years, okay? Yep. Forget my language. I don't care. 35 years, I've been with them all, right? This girl has it. She fucking has it. And I believe in her. And she's just she, wonderful talent. She's going to make it. Thank you. I'm looking at you. Are you looking at me? I am. I'm, I'm okay. humbled. I'm, I'm humbled. Because I'm at you. I'm, when Angelo said the stars align... And there's a, you know, there's no coincidences in life, and everything no. happens for a reason. Absolutely. And 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 thank you. This is very humbling, and I'm very blessed that this. Well, you know, to um, to to validate Benny's point, uh, about a year ago, when we first, uh, a little bit more than a year ago, when we first started this podcast, we interviewed a young guy named Brian Pillman Jr. Now, that name doesn't mean anything to you guys. He's a professional wrestler. And we interviewed him while he was still doing the independent circuit. Now, Brian Pillman Jr. is the son of a well-known professional wrestler named Brian Pillman, who is no longer with us. Despite the fact that this kid could have chosen his any mode for fame that he chose, that he wanted to choose, he decided to do it the old-fashioned way and work his way up. We were one of the first podcasts he did. And it's a pleasure and humbling now to see him on television every week. Um, and I get a great kick out of knowing that our show helped propel him to the level where he is now. And we really have. And he did a lot of he owes a lot of people a lot of goodwill, and uh, but he's the kind of guy that people are rooting for. And I think Christine Nordstrom is going to be one of those people that other people root for. Thank you. And, and I think that, Benny, would that be a fair statement? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Benny. Thank Can you. I add my thing in here, Angela? Go ahead. Yes, Stephen. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I got to. She's a winner. Watch me. She's a fucking winner waiting to Absolutely. happen. Waiting to happen, man. Well, I'll tell you what, Stephen. Like I said before, you know, I, I got a pretty good track record. I know you As do. You, yeah. Um, and I think uh, I think you're going to end up handling her. I think well, you, you voice, know I'm right. Christine, are you listening? I am. Yeah, of course. Ears are, are on. Okay. The only thing I'm pissed off about with Angelo is I listen to his voice and I hate that. Four swears and four. <laughs> no, I pride myself in my voice and he beats me. So, okay, I'll never admit that, but I just did. Well, Stephen, you didn't spend 25 years in radio. <laughs> Sibling rivalry, you too. No. <laughs> oh, no. I spent 50 years on in America talking, but no, I'm, no, I'm just saying, I know when somebody is better than me, you know, Angelo is, his voice is how he does it, right? Well, 
there's no competition. Well, so now, Christine, you are, uh, yeah. you're making your way up. You're, uh, you're working your way up the ladder. Um, you're still, I'm assuming, still sending out resumes and headshots. And yeah. uh, you're in contact with uh, other actors, I'm sure, for, for work. You know, you want to know if, uh, what, what somebody's got going on or uh, well, what's happening here. Are you, are I, you hearing, do they need another person, that sort of thing? Sure, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so um, what, what's up next for you? Where do you go from here? That's a great question. Where do I go from That's here? That's why I asked it. I think you're laying down the groundwork already. Yeah. The next where I go from here is, like you said, getting a talent manager. Yeah. Right? Having someone great manage me, whoever that might be. Hint, 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 hint. Yes. Um, so that's well, the your next manager is actually sitting below you right now on my <laughs> screen. Hey, I just, hey, hey. Wait. I just heard that. <laughs> Well, it took you long enough, you cranky bastard. <laughs> you know, she, hey, hey, look, she knows how to put a thing across, okay? You know what, Stephen? I love you. You're slow, but you're worth waiting for. <laughs> so so what's next step. for Stephen Plim? What's going on, brother? What's going on with Stephen M. Plim? Well, I didn't even know what to talk about tonight because usually when I'm going to be interviewed uh, I make an agenda and make some notes and so forth but we didn't have any time so I called Christine and she said let's bust this fucking thing up let's just do it she is a trooper man and I said well okay so I made some notes, some notes that probably aren't even apropos but I didn't have a, you know, I didn't have an agenda. Yeah. So, what do you want to talk well, about? Well, I wanted, I want to show I tell the you all world kinds of what, shit if you want. Well, and no, you know hold what Christine on. Said? Christine David. said, Christine said, David. No, Christine said, David. I want to hear some dirty shit. <laughs> David, shut up. Danny, do me a favor. Talk to Stephen about Tiny Tim. I'm going to get up and get something. I'm going to show Mr. Plim what he inspired now that he's quiet long enough. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, Miss Plum, I had, you know, I I, I told uh, Angela before the show that I learned more in the last two days about Tiny Tim than I did in the, the first 65 years and five months of my life when I did some research. And I, I had what I called uh, holy shit moments. I had two of them <laughs> like over the past two days. The first right. one was I went on YouTube and I listened to him sing Earth Angel. And I mean, I literally sat there with my mouth open in front of my laptop, listening to him sing Earth Angel. And and I couldn't believe, I I, had, I mean, the only thing I had ever heard him sing was Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Yeah, and, and I could and, not believe. And, and many people say that. See, I've done this forever. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And and the, no, the, the, the part of the question I, I had was that I watched his eyes when he sang. And he had such passion when he was singing this song and I was going to ask you like, so was there really two tiny Tim's was the one that, you know, the, the performer that sang tiptoe through the tulips and the, and the one who really could, you know, really, really sing. Absolutely. Was it, 
No, thank you for the question, but I'm going to digress just for a second. Okay, Christine, you looking at me? Yeah. Here he goes. He asked me, are you looking at me? He asked me about Tiny Tim's eyes. I told Christine, we were talking and going back and forth, and I said, the eyes got me, the eyes got me. And she wrote back to me, it's all the lighting, just the lighting, Stephen, right? And then I said it again. And then she was like, I think she was in the kitchen with her hair up, with no makeup, doing like kitchen shit. And she says, see, I told you it was just the lighting. I had to say that because she's beautiful with makeup or nothing. And I love that thing that you did, Christine. Well, let me tell you what you inspired, Stephen. Um, I should go back and I want to I want to re retell the story or rehash the story a little bit. Stephen and I were speaking on the phone one day and he says, you know what? I'm going to come up with a tiny Tim and Mr. Plim mask because of this pandemic. And I said, that's great. That's a great idea. And I thought about it and I said, you know what? It is a great idea for wrestling with the future too. So here's what you inspired. Yeah. Yo, coot. <laughs> Watch this. Like you like to say, watch this. I right, hold on, microphone. Hold on, check this shit out. I know. See, hey, Kristen, he bit me the punch, man. Oh, that's fantastic! Oh, wow, isn't it great? We got our own wrestling with the future, man. I hope you make a million dollars and send me one for free. There you go. Fantastic. He's already wanting something for Ellie. At least the second one will happen there, Mr. Plim. No, it's great. Yeah. You know. Well, that's the white one. We're going to have him done. Angelo's a promoter, man. He's the best yeah. that I've met in years and years and years. I don't know how long you've met him, but I've only known him maybe for two months. But he's a great promoter, great voice, great voice. And he is going to be, and I put this on the internet, he's going to be, watch this, the, quotes, the Johnny Carson Show of podcasts. That's how good he is. And Check that, that out, Stephen. Look at that. That's what he's going to be. That's cool. Look at that, Stephen. Don't rub my face in it. <laughs> I'm not going to rub your face in it. I'm going to put your face on it. Put your face in it. Yeah, I love you. Jesus. I love you. Well, I'll tell you what. We are, um, we are about 15 minutes out from the end of our show, but we do have to do, Christine, you're going to love this one. I'm sorry, but our sponsor is a male grooming kit. Christine, so just bear, Christine, Christine, with me. Christine <laughs> shut up. Don't even listen. Don't even listen. Hold your ears. <laughs> la, 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 la. Do you have, do you have sweaty balls or volleyball netty balls? It's time to make them ready balls. The Manscaped.com Lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter promo code WRESTLINGFUTURE for a generous 20% discount. That's enter WRESTLINGFUTURE for a 20% discount. Manscaped.com and Wrestling with the Future going balls to the walls with Manscaped.com. And the lawnmower 3.0, your balls will thank you. And so will we.
anyway. Can I use it? Can I use it? Just trying to help actually can. Right. Yeah, you actually can use it. Everyone needs grooming. Yeah. Order one, enter promo code wrestling future for 20% off. Manscaped.com. Because at manscaped.com, your balls will thank you. <laughs> it's a whole new ball game, right? It's a whole new ball game. Absolutely. Christy, welcome to show business, baby. <laughs> yep. You're going to love this, but we got another sponsor coming on. I can't mention them yet because they haven't paid for their time. Good. I'm but glad you can. We have another sponsor. going. That, you think the Manscaped one is crazy? Benny's already got like taglines. I got punchlines for this one. Yep. <laughs> He's got punchlines for this one coming. But I'll tell you what, guys. Um, it's been great having you on, Stephen. Thank you so much. You we bet. got a few minutes left. I want you to promote the book, promote Stephen Plim website, and tell everybody where they can find you. And then we're going to get to Christine Nordstrom and have her plug all her socials. Well, I don't know what to say except uh, Tiny Tim and Mr. Plim. You could buy it. It's out of print, but Tiny Tim and Mr. Plim. It's the truth, and uh, we had giant accolades. We sold thousands and thousands of books, okay? And I was yep. his manager forever. Hold, hold it. Jacob just, okay, are you looking? There it is. There's the book. Can you see it? Absolutely. Great book, by the way. This is the only last one, watch me, that I had. I went through all my you know, bags and blah, 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 blah. We said, this is the only one I had left that was pristine. And this goes to her. I'm sending this oh, to Christine. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very well, much. Well, you know where mine went. Uh, mine, my book is actually sitting with uh, Vince Russo. Russo. Yeah. <laughs> How about that, Benny? Joe <laughs> By the way, I invited Vince Russo on the show tonight, but uh, naturally, he's busy again. So, uh, but I just wanted to know, I put it out there for Vince to join us. Um, so, uh, StephenMPlim.com is the website. Um, on that website, Stephen, people can reach you, they can contact you, they can send you resumes. What can they do on that website? They can call me, and we have it all the time, they can call me personally. They can email me everything, and I'll answer the call. Uh, and Bo, Jacob just brought this in, too, because I didn't know what we are going to talk about. Here's oh, Jerry sure. Mathers, who I handled. When he oh, sure. Yep. Got that? He's a schmuck. Yep. And here is <laughs> my favorite guy. Oh, yeah. That's a, it looks like Jake. Yeah, Jake. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Jake LaMotta. Wow. Yeah. Dinero playing his life, and I managed him for years. So I, I didn't know what we were going to talk about. So mm -hmm. I want to just bring things up. And here, oh, sure, absolutely, is Smoking Joe Frazier. Oh God, sure, wow. Joe. You like that? Yeah, I knew Marvish Frazier very well. Yeah, me too. And, and and Jackie, his mom. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring. And Jake was kind enough. He saw me talking. To yeah, him. yeah. Remember, they I, didn't live far from me too. I just want to show you. Some of the peeps, you know. Absolutely. So what else can they do on StephenMPlim.com? 
uh let's see i need a girlfriend (laughs) a lot of people i I think i've told you this before you know people say steve steven how come you've been married five times i said man i don't like conformity i'll I'll do anything Were you married five times? Five times you were married. Didn't know that. Okay, am I lying or not? You'll never know that until tonight after the show I talk to you. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say this, guys? While we're all on the the line, and this is going to be all over the world. Absolutely. Go for it, bro. I think Christine is unbelievable. Big star waiting to happen done tons of fucking work, okay? And excuse my vocabulary, and I told her, I'm just a showbiz guy. She is gonna be something else, man. And all I wanna do is help her. And thank you guys for putting her on this show. And January 5th, I guess we're gonna do it. Thank you, because she deserves it. She is unbelievable, man. And Christine Nordstrom. This is your opportunity to promote yourself like crazy. Where can people reach you? How can they find you? Your social media, website, all of the above. Sure. Go sure. For it. So you can, guys, you can follow my uh, career and my journey through this uh, amazing industry of the acting world. And you can do that through uh, my IMDb page, and you can see my latest reels or the latest film projects that I'm working on. And if you want to get slightly a little bit more personal than that, you can head over to my Facebook page, and that's Christine Nordstrom, kind of like Nordstrom, like the store, and Christine with a C-H. Um, and you can head to my Facebook page, and if you, uh, if I accept your friend request, I can migrate you over to my um, professional page. And then from there, you can find all kinds of links going into my, um, you know, Twitter feeds, and you can find my Instagram feeds, and then uh, you can see all the pictures of, uh, of this journey wonderful journey and uh, that I'm taking and I'd love to have you follow me uh, I would be honored fabulous and for Ben Scala Benny where can people reach you your social Benny Scala on Facebook I'm like Bobby Heenan I'm, I'm a ham and agar I'm just happy to be here and Christine I just did send you a friend request we have a, actually have a mutual friend named we do. Uh, a Rob Lowe a Rob Lowe the yes. Rob Lowe yes sir ma'am <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Yep. Is he from your? Uh, is he from um, your neck of the woods? There, I'm not sure. Uh, the... Are you talking about like the actor Rob Lowe? Oh, Benny, I see your friend request. Let's see who we have. Um... All right, you're confirmed. All right, that was beautiful. Quick. There you go. Terrific. Now we're friends. You know, but that's wonderful. I, 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 I just, uh, and Mr. Plim said this a couple of podcasts ago, we preserve the essence. Like we don't, you know, we don't talk about Jimmy Valiant having a top wrist lock on Sylvana Souza in wrestling. We talk about the stories. We talk about, you know, the behind the scenes and the car rides and, you know, and, and all the personal stuff. Absolutely. And that's kind of the same thing here. And I just, I just love hearing this stuff. No, thank you. Because that was my book. Anybody... And I told Angela that, and I've told other people, anybody that wanted to write a book about Tiny Tim could go to the library and just write things down. I was with him 
these are our personal stories. Nobody can tell them except yeah. me. And that's why the book was a success. And thank you for acknowledging that. Fantastic. Benny, thank you. And if you want, we have a special on these amazing, check this out, on this amazing shirt. Three large shirts for $25. Three large for $25. Extra large, two for 30 Extra, extra large, two for 40 3X, you're going to love this one. Two for 50 You can't buy them that cheap. You just can't. I'm giving them away. It's insane. I feel like Crazy Eddie over here. Crazy Eddie. I was going to say. <laughs> Remember that? It's insane. You See, oh, if yeah. you're not from New York, you don't know, right? Hey, Angelo, could I say something in, in closing? Absolutely, please. See that person on top of you? On yes. On the screen? Yes. Right? She is unbelievable. And I love her. <laughs> No, no, and I, I love her. Red every she time is, to say that, <laughs> I still get red. You probably said it. Thank you, thank you. Who loves you? Who loves you, baby? <laughs> I do. And Telly Savala said this in the seventies. You know, watch me. I, I have something to tell all of you. Who loves you, baby? He came up with that with a lollipop in his mouth in the seventies. I said that before he did. So when I was saying it, they thought I was copying him. I hit his guts. <laughs> well, he gets the credit because he got the airtime. <laughs> I know, but I want to tell Christine, girl, thank you for being on, and I love you, baby. On that note, for Ben Scala, big Ben Scala from Ocala, for Christine Nordstrom, Boston, Mass., and the world is yours. And for Stephen M. Plim, the M stands for money, manager and agent of the stars. I'm Angelo DeCipio for Wrestling with the Future. We are always wrestling with the future. Take care of each other. Be good to yourself and be good to your neighbors. It's a tough time, ladies and gentlemen. We are in trying times, but everything gets better when you smile. Take care. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Pleasure, guys. Thank you.